How long does it take you to rent your vacant properties? When a property turns over, you get it rent ready, you start marketing it, you start advertising it. Do you track how long your average time on market is? Now, this is something that's important because our owner clients obviously want that property to get rented immediately. And as property managers, we work as hard as we can and as fast as we can to get it rented quickly. Well, I want to share with you today some tips that I believe can help you get your vacant properties rented faster. Faster you can get those things rented, the sooner they can come off your list, sooner you can start managing them. Your owners are happy, you are happy. That's going to be our topic today that we talk about. At the end of that, we're going to take two questions. We're going to answer the question number one Are property managers lazy? It's hmm. kind of an interesting question. I definitely have some thoughts on that. Then we have a second question about how do you cover for people in your office when your office starts growing and you people you have people out that are sick, that are on vacation? How do you provide and how do you establish kind of a coverage concept for your business so you aren't falling behind continually? Here we go. Welcome, my fellow property managers, to another episode of the Property Management Business Podcast. I'm your host, Mark Cunningham. Everything we do here is designed around helping you build, grow, and protect your property management company. Today, we're talking about the idea of how do we quickly and effectively rent our properties. The faster we can get them rented, the better it is for us, the better it is for our owners. So let me share with you several best practices that we've put in place for our business over many years to help us rent our, our properties as quickly as possible. Number one, number one is we want to have very high and very clear rent ready standards and expectations. Now, this seems so common sense, doesn't it? But I'm always surprised how many of us as property managers don't have clear standards of what rent ready is. Now, in many states, our state laws establish some parameters. You know, they may say, gosh, you've got to have windows that lock and you have to have a heater that works and the, the water has to be running. We have some habitability. That's a fun word to try to spell, by the way, habitability. Habitability standards in many, many states. But should that just be the standard that you have to rent your property? Have you ever walked a property with a prospective or a current owner client and you're walking the property thinking, oh, this, uh, this really needs some work. And the owner client says, nah, it's, it's good enough. And you say, well, you know, these carpets really should be cleaned. And they say, no, nah, it, they're clean enough. Well, this, the, the paint on this wall looks kind of old. We should probably repaint it. Nope, I'm out of money. It's good enough. Yeah, but, but the third burner on the stove doesn't work. We really should have that stove. It's good enough. Okay, but the ice maker in the fridge doesn't work. And then the owner says, is it required by law to have the ice maker working? You say, well, no, I don't think it's required by law. Well, then rent it as is. It's good enough. And then you're stuck because you think, well, I mean, they're right. It does meet legal habitability standards, so I guess we'll rent it as is. And that's an option. You could do that. I don't think it's a best practice. I think you can and you should have additional habitability standards for your properties that go above and beyond 
what the law requires. Your law requires minimum standards. You as a company should have higher standards for your properties. And the best thing to do is to put those standards on your website. That way, if an owner has a question or they say, well, it's good enough, you say, you know, it's really not. Let me send you, Mr. Owner, let me send you a link from our website that will give you a clear expectation and a clear list of our rent-ready standards for our properties. And they say, well, but this meets the required standards by law, doesn't it? Yes, absolutely does. If you want to go rent your property, it's fine to rent. However, if you'd like us to manage and rent your property, it has to meet our internal standards, which exceed the minimum standards of law. So let me read to you. I'm on I'm on my I'm looking at my website right now. Uh, if you want to look at our website, you can see what we have for our rent ready standards, our website for our property management company. It's rentgrace.com. We'll put a link in the show notes here to the page on our site that talks about rent ready standards. Let me just read a couple things to you there. The title of the page is Getting Your Property Rent Ready. And it says, We are committed to providing safe, clean, and properly maintained homes to our residents. In order to comply with Colorado Warranty of Habitability statutes, and we, of course, are in Colorado, uh, as well as Colorado Judicial Law and Grace Management Standards. See, so we add that in there. And our standards, the below items must be completed before we will advertise and rent a property. That's important. Before we will even begin advertising the property, these things must be done. So if they say, well, just go ahead and start pre-advertising the property, not for us. That is not our process. Now, I'm not saying this is a right or wrong, but I believe it's a best practice not to rent a property until it's rent ready, meaning it has to meet these standards. So a couple of these things, for example, we say that the property must be professionally cleaned, free of trash and debris inside and outside. Uh, HVAC systems must be in good operating condition with a new filter installed. Uh, caulking in the bathroom and bath, caulking in kitchen and bathrooms shall be clean and free of mildew. That's a big one. Doors and locks must function properly. Here's one of my favorite ones: all mechanical components, including appliances, operating as designed. Ooh, that's good. All mechanical elements and all com mechanical components must be operating as designed. That means if you have a stove with four burners, how is it designed to work? Designed that all four burners will be working. We expect and we require all four burners to be working. If one doesn't, then it needs to be repaired. If the property has an ice maker in the refrigerator, we require the ice maker to be working. So if the owner says, well, if the ice maker stops working, just don't, don't repair it, just let it, leave it alone. Legally, you could do that, but that's not our standard. Our standard is if you provide it, you must maintain it. And yes, I encourage you to put those words on your website as it relates to your rent-ready standards. If you provide it, you must maintain it. If the stove or if the refrigerator has an ice maker, you must maintain the ice maker. Instead, give your list of requirements, kind of like we do uh, for ours, the lawn must be cut and trimmed. All light bulbs must must all light bulbs must be matching. Ooh, that's a good one, isn't it? If you ever walked into a property and like there's five different light bulbs in the kitchen and it just looks awful. Uh, wood burning fireplaces, if operational, shall be clean of any debris and have the fireplace screen or heat proof glass door installed. If non operational, the fire opening 
of the interior of the home shall be permanently sealed with an aesthetically pleasing material. That's pretty good stuff right there. That's really good. I would include you to put that in there. Uh, let's see. All windows must have screens. All windows must have verticals or minis. These are our list of things that we want to see. Done. So that's number one. Have high, clear expectations on what is rent ready and hold to it. That's the other hard part. Is if an owner says, well, it's good enough, that's where you're going to have to say, no, I'm sorry, Mr. Owner, in order for us to advertise it, it has to meet these expectations for our standard. Okay, number two, and I kind of alluded to this as I was going through the list, but it is this. For us, we will not advertise a property until it is 100% rent ready. We will not even advertise the property until it is rent ready. Now, what that means is we do not pre-lease our vacancies. Now, I know several of you just gasped and passed out and several cars ran off the road when they heard me say we don't pre-lease because can, can you do that? that? That's awful, Mark. The, you're not working in the best interest of your owner clients because you're going to have extended vacancy period. Because what we do, Mark, is when a tenant informs us they're going to be moving, we immediately put that property online. We begin showing the property and we have it a lease signed usually before that tenant even moves out. And we'll give ourselves a couple days to prep it. And that way we minimize the downtime of the property turning over, Mark. That's the way we do it. Now, if you do it that way, more power to you. I'm not saying this is a right or wrong. I'm just giving you something to think about. The challenge with doing it the way I just described, where you pre-lease a property and you show it before the prior tenant has moved out and then the the new applicant sees it and they sign a lease and they're going the current tenant's going to move on the 30th and the new tenant's going to move in on the 5th or the 2nd or the 1st the problem there is expectations because what will happen and if you've done this I'm sure you've experienced this the new tenant will move into the property and they'll say something like this um they'll call they'll call your office and they're not up they're very upset they're not happy uh, yeah, we just moved in, and this this place is filthy. This was not cleaned at all. And now you kind of freeze because you're like, uh, well, it it was cleaned. Well, it looks awful. I found three dead bugs on the windowsill. I don't think these carpets were cleaned. And another thing, you guys said that the bedrooms were going to be repainted brown. Like, one of them is painted. The other one, it looks like they did touch up. That That's not done. And you said that the appliance was going to be replaced on the stove. Like, that's... This is completely unacceptable. And you're kind of stuck because you're like, well, no, well, hold on now. Um, we said I th no, we said that the bedrooms would be touched up paint. No, the person I talked to said they would be fresh paint and it was going to be brown. This is beige. I want it brown. And you say, no, I, I, I don't think we said that. I, I think we just said it would be touched up paint and because expectations were incorrect. And it, it may not be anyone's fault. But what we want to be able to say to a prospective tenant who's looking at a property, and these words are very important, we want to be able to say to them, hey, Mr. Applicant, what you see is what you get. Oh, you should write those words down. What you see is what you get. See, when a tenant is looking at a property who someone else is currently living in, and they're thinking about applying for that property, you cannot say the words, what you see is what you get because they don't see what they're going to get. They're seeing the other tenant's furniture and the other tenant's 
rug, which is covering up what may be a dirty carpet, and the other tenant's pictures on the wall, you can't get a true sense of what the property looks like when someone else is living there. You just can't. And applicants have terrible imaginations, as we all do. So what we want to be able to say to an interested party who's looking at a property to potentially apply for is, hey, Mr. Applicant, what you see is what you get. If you don't like the color of these walls, don't apply because what you see is what you get. If you don't like this stove color or you don't think the carpets are clean enough or you don't think whatever, whatever, you don't like the color of the bathtub, then don't apply. What you see is what you get. Now, what's the downside of doing it my way? Yes, it is true. The property may sit vacant a little bit longer. I, I don't think much. I really don't think much because when an applicant views our property, it is ready to go. They're ready to jump and they can apply immediately. They can get them in there. And now when they move in, we have met their expectations. We have aligned our expectations with theirs. And what's interesting is they still sometimes call and complain. They'll call the day of moving and be like, well, this place is dirty. And we'll say, well, didn't you just see it yesterday? Yeah, but I didn't notice the dead bugs on the windowsill. Well, we'll wipe the bugs off, but what you see is what you get. You viewed it yesterday. It hasn't changed from yesterday when you loved it to today when you moved in and now you don't like it. It's still the same property. Nothing has changed in the property. So it just gives us a little bit, it reduces the amount of complaining we potentially get because we're meeting those expectations. You know, it reminds me uh, many years ago when I graduated college and I got uh, an early job in the property management industry, I worked for a, a multifamily property and they hired, they hired me as an assistant manager person and over the course of months i kind of got promoted up to the manager i was the the manager on-site manager of this uh 300 units it's like a b-class multifamily apartment complex and in the multifamily world oftentimes the complexes will have a model an empty vacant model that they will show to individuals who are interested in renting there so they'll just take a, a unit they'll leave it empty all the time so it will never get rented but then they'll furnish it to make it look real nice. They'll fix it up. So if someone comes in and says, hey, I'm interested in renting here, you say, great, let me take you to our model because you can't take them to the property that they're going to move into. And that was what we did as well. And our model looked amazing. I mean, our model was top notch. It was decorated professionally. And you bet the carpets in that model were spotless and the paint looked amazing. Well, what would happen more often than not is somebody would tour the model and they would be so excited about moving into our apartment complex. And they would apply and, and, and we would be timing it to where someone moved out. And we had our on-site maintenance team go in and they would prep it. And, and then I would walk the unit before the person moved in. And I would walk and I would think, oh my gosh, this looks nothing like the model. This carpet looks very old. The paint here does not look good. The baseboards don't look good. It just looks dingy and old. And then that's the way they ran this property. They weren't going to dump a bunch of money into it. So then I would get stuck in the middle trying to assuade the upsetness. Is upsetness a word? Trying to dissuade the anger of the person who just moved in. And they would oftentimes say, this looks nothing like the model. And I would have to say, <laughs> Yeah, well, it, it is. It's just a little different. But we don't want that in our industry on the single family side of things. Okay, so that's number two. 
Number three, how can you get your property rented faster? Make sure you are putting accurate and updated pictures on your website as well as a video tour on your website. Now, many PM companies do this. Uh, some use like that Matterport. That's the name of the the uh, camera that kind of does the 3D tours. And you can do that. That was kind of uh, all the, the rage there for a while in our industry, but it's expensive to do those Matterport tours where they can have like the, the dollhouse 3D walkthrough tour. It can work just as well if you take your iPhone, you hold it in front of you, you walk through the house, you tour the house as if you're showing it to somebody. So plug the little microphone in so you speak clearly and you say, hey, this is Mark with Grace Management and here we are at 123 Main Street and you walk in the front door and you slowly pan your camera around and you say, here's the kitchen off to the left and we'll walk through that in just a minute. But first, here's the living room with the, the big picture windows and you just tour it, take five, 10 minutes of the video. That can be a very good way to help your property rent faster. Why? Because now someone doesn't waste their time going to a showing only to walk in the front door and say, no, this won't work. This is way too small of a room. Have, have you ever done that? Have you ever done an in-person showing and maybe you walk in and or, or they just drive by? They, they don't even stop. They say, yeah, this isn't the neighborhood I'm, I'm looking for. A lot of that can be done if you, number one, have a video up on the website. Now, we're not talking about doing a lockbox, you know, whether you do an electronic lockbox or a um, showing, self-showing, we're not talking about that here, but that's another option that you can certainly utilize to rent your properties faster is do self-showings. That's a whole other topic. We'll talk about that at a future episode. All right, so number three, make sure you've got accurate pictures, updated pictures, and video as well, video tours on the website. Number four, price the silly property appropriately. Now this, you say, well, Mark, I'd love to, but my owner won't let me. Okay, hold, hold on, hold on, hold on. Your owner won't let you? So you're, what you're telling me is your owner won't let you do your job. This is where you need to have some control, not in a manipulative way, but in an expertise way, some control with your owner to be able to present them the data, to tell them what the market rent is for their property and say, this is what the market allows for your property. This property market rent is $1,800 a month. And they say, well, I need $2,200 a month because that's what my mortgage payment is. And then you very kindly smile and you say, Mr. Owner, I, I understand uh, you know, with all due respect, the, the market doesn't care what your mortgage payment is. The tenant doesn't care what your mortgage payment is. Right? Right? The market is what the market is. And the market right now for this property, because you won't put in new carpet and you're not going to replace the appliances, is $1,800. Well, let's just try it at $2,200 for a week. Now you have a business decision to make. Are you going to say, okay, that's fine. We'll go ahead and do that. And if you do, I think that's okay. But you need to back that up with, a, okay, I will give you feedback every week and tell them what day. Every Thursday, every Friday. I will send you an email or I will call you with some feedback of the activity level for that week. And we will need to potentially make adjustments in the pricing if we're not receiving the level of activity we expect to see. That's a very, very important piece. You don't want to get stuck with a, well, they want 2200 so I'm going to put it on the website for 22 and we'll just leave it and see what happens. 
That is a recipe for disaster because it won't rent. You know it won't rent. You're wasting your time, your money. You're wasting their time and their money. Don't do that. Be the expert. Tell them what the market rent is and let them make sure they understand that the market is a dynamic market. We're in a dynamic market, aren't we? Depending on the time of the year, depending on how many other properties are for rent right then and there, depending on the property type, the neighborhood it's in, it's going to ebb and flow. We have properties we put online and in the first two days we'll have 25 calls and it, it just it's gone and, and, and we're just, wow, that went super fast. We have other properties that we will put on the market. We price them appropriately. We do everything we can do and they just sit there. That becomes or the solution to that becomes to have a dynamic pricing model for your properties, a dynamic pricing model. Now, what that means, let's step outside the PM industry for just a minute. If we were in the, uh, think, think of Uber. Have you ever taken an Uber? Have you ever taken an Uber in the middle of the afternoon uh, to the airport and the pricing is uh, pretty low? You think, wow, that, that's not bad. I'm going across the town and get an Uber and it's, uh, it's 20 bucks. That's great. It's great. If you go to that same location on a Friday evening at about 10 p.m., in a downtown area, and you try to reserve an Uber to the airport, suddenly you look at the pricing and it's quadrupled. Why has it quadrupled? You're going from the same place to the same place as you were several days ago at noon on a Wednesday. The difference is what? The difference is Friday night and they're in high demand. And so they have a dynamic pricing model. Now theirs is like to the minute they will have a dynamic pricing model. I'm not suggesting we have a to the minute dynamic pricing model in our vacancies, but you should have a weekly dynamic pricing model, meaning you will edit and adjust your prices on a weekly basis based upon what? Based upon level of activity and feedback. If it's been a week and you've had no calls and all your other properties are getting calls and showings, then you need to tell your owner, hey, Mr. Owner, this week our properties averaged Seven calls and three showings. That's what we averaged. Seven calls and three showings. Yours got no calls and no showings. Now that tells us what? It tells us that we're priced too high. Or maybe it tells you that this thing is old and we need to replace the carpet. This is where you become the expert with your owner client. And then the owner is going to say, well, you know, maybe you're just not marketing the property well enough. Maybe you need to put it on more websites. Maybe you need to get better pictures of the property. When that comes up, and it kind of like it kind of bugs you a little bit, doesn't it? Because you know you're doing your job. Here's what I want you to say, and you should write this down as well. Hey, uh, Mr. Owner, it's not the marketing, it's the market. Oh man, I don't I don't know where I come up with these things, guys. Like sometimes I amaze myself with my brilliance. It's not the marketing, it's the market. In other words, it's not me. I'm doing the same thing I do to rent all my properties, and all my properties are getting rented on time to good tenants but this one's not. It's not my marketing. It's not the marketing. It's the market. The market won't pay the price that we're asking for this property. Any property will rent at the right price. So if you've done all you can do to make it look good, and if you've done all you can do to market it, which you should have a marketing package and a marketing process, then what's the last variable? What's the last lever you can pull to get that thing rented? It's the price. It all comes down to price. That's what it's about. So there are our five suggestions on things you can do 
to improve the speed at which you can get your properties rented. I truly believe that if you put those things in place, if you have high rent-ready standards, if you don't pre-advertise, if you make sure that you're meeting those expectations, you don't pre-lease, if you put accurate pictures and videos on the ad, if you price it appropriately with a dynamic pricing model, and if you make sure the, the owner understands that it's not your marketing, it's the market, you should be able to increase the time of getting your properties rented. It will make your owners happier. It will make you happier. Before we move on to our two questions, I want to tell you about a vendor that I think you need to be aware of because they can help you do your business better. They can help you provide a service to your, your tenants. We're talking about moot renting your properties faster. One thing we didn't talk about that I really should have listed as an additional way to get your properties rented faster is have benefits that you're giving to your applicants. Attract your applicants by saying, hey, Mr. Tenant, Mr. Applicant, if you rent from us, here's some stuff you're going to get that you're not going to get if you go rent from Mr. Joe Smith down the street. And one of those things that you can give to your tenants as a benefit is Pest Share. Now, Pest Share, I, I just I love the name of that company, Pest Share, because it kind of makes you raise your eyebrows, doesn't it? Like, wait, they're sharing pests? What? What is this? No, 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 it's Pest Share. And it really is. It, it's a game-changing platform, and it offers four customizable pet assurance packages designed to meet your residents' needs. Your residents can conveniently pay for that service as part of their monthly benefit package. Are you doing a monthly resident benefit package or amenity package, whatever you want to title it, you should be doing that. And that's part of your lease. And what it does is it connects the residents to pet control professionals. It's nationwide. And they can just go online and with a click of a mouse, they can enhance, the tenants can enhance their satisfaction level. And best part is it can boost your revenue and boost your profit. So don't let excuses get in the way of this stuff. This is a huge benefit to your residents and your owners. Be that property manager that they deserve. We'll put a link in the show notes here. Otherwise, jump on their website directly, PestShare. That's P-E-S-T-S-H-A-R-E, PestShare.com. Check out what they're doing for property managers around the U.S. Figure out how they can help you as well. And make sure you tell them Mark sent you and to show you the package that they've shown us as it relates to their product. Our first question really isn't a question. It's more of a comment that I saw posted on a message board. So this was a tenant message board, and then property managers were on there as well. It was kind of this massive message board. And so a property owner went on to this message board, and they said, you know, I was, I was thinking of hiring a property manager, a third-party property management company like you or me, to manage my property for me. But then I realized property managers are so lazy. All they do is collect my rent, send out a vendor if something breaks, and charge me a bunch of money. And then everybody went on and was like, yeah, property managers, they're so lazy. They don't, they don't do anything. They don't do anything. It's an interesting concept isn't it? Are, are we lazy as property managers? Because some potential owners think that. We've had owners that we've worked for that decide, you know what? I'm going to take the property back. I'm not mad at you guys, uh, but I think I can self-manage it. There, I mean, how hard can it be? It doesn't seem like you guys do anything. And that comes up every once in a great while. So my thought would be this. We've been doing property management a long time. Now, the goal in property management 
is to get a good owner client who's fair, fixes things when they break, has money to do so. They have a good property. All the mechanical components are in good working order. Nothing breaks. The water heater never goes out. Appliances never break. Toilets never back up. That's the ideal. And then, of course, you put a tenant in the property who's always going to have money to pay their rent. They're never going to be late. They're never going to have a problem. They're never going to get sick and miss work. They're never, their car's never going to break down where they have to pay their car repair bill instead of their rent. They're never going to try to sneak in a pet. No, no tenant would ever do that. They're never going to have parties. Uh, that's the ideal that way. Now, if those things magically coalesce and come together, an amazing owner, a perfect property, perfect mechanical components, and a wonderful tenant who never abuses anything, breaks a rule, and never pays late, then you know what? Then your day is going to be very lazy. The ideal for a property manager and for the owner and for the tenant is for us to have a lazy day. The phone never rings. An email never comes in stating that their toilet is backed up. Ideally, my job would be very, very lazy. Now, we've been doing property management since 1978, and I can tell you, we strive for that every day. Every day when we work, walk in the office, all of our team members, every one of them, their hope is that this will be the day. This will be the one where the phone doesn't ring, nothing breaks, everybody pays, we can have a lazy day. But then the phone rings and the email comes in and the neighbor calls and they say, my tenant is selling drugs out of the back door. And then the other tenant calls and says, hey, I'm going to pay late. I just have to because I got laid off. And then the owner calls and says, hey, don't, I want 17 bids before you replace that, that water heater. And so we aren't able to be lazy that day. In 45 years, we have yet to have a lazy day, but it's still my goal. My goal is for everything to go smoothly so that my entire team can be like, man, that was a boring day. That was the most boring day I've ever had. Nothing happened. And if that were to happen, by the way, that's the best thing that could happen to an owner client and a tenant as well. So that owner client should be hoping that we are lazy because that means everything went beautifully. But if you've been in this industry for any point in time, you know that's not typically how it works. Things don't work perfectly. So I wish we could be lazy. I really, really do. I wish you all laziness, my fellow property managers, because it means everything is working perfectly. Susanna in North Carolina asked this question. Mark, I have a property management business. We're growing. We currently have eight people. It seems like someone is always sick or on vacation or out of the office for some reason. When this happens, I am the one that ends up covering for them, and I'm spending more and more of my time doing the jobs of my people as I cover for them, and I can't do my own job. How do I get out of this trap as my business grows? Uh, Susanna, that is a fabulous question. Uh, we've certainly been there. So what we did early on as we were growing, 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 because we we dealt with the same thing. I was the, the cover person. So if our leasing person was out, oh, I would do leasing for a day. And our accounting person had to take a little vacation. So I'd do the accounting. And I was turning into a uh, a backup 
for everybody. And I thought, well, that, that's good. I should know how to do these jobs, but it's not scalable. And that's a question we always have to ask ourselves is, is this scalable the way we're doing it now? So eventually what we did is we created what we call our cover buddy system, our cover buddy. Everybody in the office, every position has a cover buddy. And the cover buddies are usually somewhat aligned with the job positions they're doing. So we have uh, what, 12, 14 property managers. Every one of our property manager is assigned another property manager as a cover buddy. That means if that property manager is sick, on vacation, whatever, they're out, the cover buddy's gonna cover their portfolio for that day. If our accounting person is out, then our resident services coordinator is going to be their cover buddy. If our resident services coordinator is out for any reason. Our accounting is going to be their cover buddy. Our leasing team has cover buddies. Our two VPs have cover buddies, and it works pretty well. Not only does it ensure that if somebody's out, their job gets done, but it also allows some cross-training. You know, we always talk about the ideal is to have people cross-trained. Well, this does that because you are going to have to understand the other person's position because you may have to cover for them. Now, you don't need to understand it in minute detail. The way we think about it in our business is you need to be able to muddle through. So we actually have a document. We call it our cover buddy. I don't know what we call it, our cover buddy chart, cover buddy document. I don't even know what we call it. But if you know you're going to be out, you're going to go and you're going to fill out this document before you're going to be out for your week-long vacation. And you're going to give it to your cover buddy and you're going to write some things down on there that they need to be aware of open items things things that they need to check you know hey on tuesday uh bill on 123 main street is supposed to bring his keys in if he's not here by 10 you need to make sure you call him oh okay that's important to know we all have that stuff don't we we all have those things that are open items so we're going to write those down now that's if we're preparing if we know we're going to be out if you're not going to be out it is, or if you if you if you don't know you're going to be out, right? You're, you wake up sick. It's still your responsibility to tell your cover buddy anything they need to know for that day. It's not perfect, but it's pretty darn close. It helps us cross train, and it ensures that I never have to cover for anybody when they're out. Which, of course, is the most important thing because we do not want Mark doing leasing. We do not want Mark doing maintenance. We certainly don't want Mark as the resident services coordinator. I would scare everybody off. So a cover buddy system works pretty well for us, Susanna. Hope that helps. I hope you found that helpful as we talk about improving your leasing process and getting those properties rented faster. You know, I'm recording this uh, the day I'm sitting in my home office right now. It's July 4th. It's uh, we're in the second half of the year. Yeah, this is how, how I spend my July 4th talking to property managers. But don't worry, my, my evening will get better from here. I promise. What have you done in the first half of the year to improve your business? We're halfway through the year. If you look up, are you frustrated? Are you thinking, oh, I've just, all I've done is paddled as hard as I could do and my head's above water, but I haven't made any progress. And now the year is halfway over. If that's a frustration, I get it. We've all been there. You know, we just finished up our second event at our office in Denver where we had 10 different property managers come in from around the US, spent two days with us, with our team, and we talked about not how to manage a property, but how to manage a property management business. Managing and running a property management business requires a very different skill set than 
the X's and O's of property management. You can be great at managing properties. There's no correlation between managing properties well and managing a property management business well. So if you haven't grown your business, improved your business, if you find yourself frustrated, then you may want to consider that. Our next event is coming up the end of August. I think we have one or two spots open for the August event. We're going to have another one the end of October. You can jump on our website, pmbuild.com. Go to our events tab. It's called Visit Grace. Get some information on there. It's, I, I promise, my friends, like if, if you're into improving your business, I promise you this will change your business like few things do. This is what we do. We've been doing this for a long time. We're very good at what we do. We really, really are. And in this two-day event with me and my team, we're going to be talking about everything we do, how we do it. We're going to share every checklist, every process in editable format. We're pulling back the curtain and you can see how we operate, how we run our property management business. The folks that have come out of there have been uh, been very kind with their words and it's been very beneficial to them. So you are welcome to sign up Come visit us. Jump on the website, pmbuild.com. We would love to have you out there. Hey, pmbuild.com is our website where we have all things property management related, everything on there, dedicated to helping you build, grow, and protect your property management business. My friends, until next time, I wish you success. <music>